All right, diving back in. So, three days pass, and <clears throat> Colvin finally comes and collects you as you guys gather up your your horses. Uh, yeah. Stable Boy has taken great care of Winnie and Cinnamon the entire time. Um, so, which does remind me, you guys would owe, uh, I think, a gold and five silvers and at this like point. Me. Yeah, <laughs> a gold and five silvers at this point. Um, For some reason, I thought we paid him in events. Maybe not. You might have. I don't remember. It's fine. I don't know if we, we paid him, but I don't know if that's because we I, I think paid, you paid for, I don't think you paid for another fees. day. I don't think you paid for the entire, like, few days. I think you just paid for another day or two. That's fine. Golden five I'd have to go back and remember. Yeah, I'll go back and listen. But I got it. Not. I got it. Come on. It's a gold five silver. <laughs> it's fine. It's not that much. It's just, it's just a gold five silver. If you can pry it out of Castro's hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and get Adam in. Three gold pieces. Make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> you like quote. Yeah. But I don't wanna. It's a nice. No. <laughs> you, 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 you don't. You don't give her. I'm you don't sorry. Even, the three gold pieces. Like you reach into your uh, coin purse. Yeah. And every time you try to pull three gold pieces out, your hand fights against you. It says no. Does not allow you to, to pull those gold pieces out. If you can figure out a way to trick yourself. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't really test with Charm Person. <clears throat> <laughs> if it would have worked, <laughs> so. <laughs> hmm. We're gonna test it now before we get in our travels. <laughs> sure, as long as you promise to drop it as soon as you're done with the test. Is that cool? cool? All right. So hey, you, I like to fail. <laughs> <laughs> so you fail, uh, the charming person. Reaching in my pocket for that tin copper. Scatter it on the floor. Make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. This time, the urge is there. You, even though Artemis has told you not to do it, you probably shouldn't do that. Your hand still kind of reaches a little bit, but then you, you take a deep breath, you regain your composure, and this this helps. Still doesn't quite stop the the urge, but it, it helps you. It's like there's two conflicting magics here happening at one time. Convey that. Do we want to give him that cloak? Let him attune to it. For now. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the magic item order. <laughs> the I, up the right. I don't so. think it can. What does it say? Advantage on saving throws against spells and. Spells while you wear this cloak. Spells. Oh, so, so it doesn't work. Not cursing. Oh. It's it's when a spell targets you or something like that. Is that <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if that's the case, could I have. Yeah, you can attune to it. If it said spells and other effects, then it would then it would be fine. But I attune to this thing too, Uh How many? You you can have three total. So it depends. How many slots you got? Um, three slots. You mean how many attune? Yeah, how many how many items you have? Oh, this is my second attuned item. I just have the cloak. Okay. Yeah, you you can attune to it. I'll say that over the course of those three days, you'd have been able to attune to that, and you now have the medallion of detect thoughts. Do we? And as you attune to it, you hear uh, Sabian's voice speaking to you. 
a wise choice, a very wise choice. It's one of my favorite items. And then it fades. Casper. <laughs> 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 Everyone's speaking here. I think I'm going crazy, guys. It's a schizo, aren't you? I'm crazy. <laughs> I just heard Sammy's voice. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you? Yeah, he said this was his favorite item. Which one was that? This one. Sure. Do we also think it's cursed? I hope not. Should we check it <laughs> by any chance? I don't no. know how to do that. Okay. I know how to tell if so it's I'm magic just a or something, but... cursed tiefling at this point. Did you attune to the mantle? Yeah, he said it. Yeah, he said it. We're just all cursed. So as you guys take your time attuning to these items, as he says this, uh, Artemis, you hear a voice inside your head. Well, this one will probably help you against others, but should you come across my path, I can't guarantee it'll help you against me. So stay out of my way, please. Who are you again? (laughs) And then the voice fades. Don't get possessed. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see it happen either. Nope. True. I can hear it. Can hear it. Yeah. I can hear people stressing out. <laughs> oh, you you are far more in tune with heartbeats than anybody. Yeah. And those two's heartbeats just started <laughs> just pounding through the chest. They're fine. <laughs> You're a walking you stethoscope, essentially. <laughs> Catherus, you don't want to be charmed in here. <coughs> drop charm person. Okay. So Unless you want thanks. to be charmed in you, let me know. And okay. we'll try it whenever yeah. we get in a bind if it helps. It did I mean, help a little, I you think. Did, you didn't grab all the copper, but you know, yeah. they didn't throw out gold, so I wouldn't show I mean, I've, I've not grabbed things before, but this definitely seemed to help, so. Well, yes, you know, you say the word and I'll. I'll, I'll... Thank you. Just tell me what you want me to do before we do this so that if it's like I don't steer in the wrong direction. Yeah. All right, so. so. You guys get out Cinnamon and Winnie. Cinnamon get your car. Uh, you, you take them out to the road. You see Colvin and his, uh, he's got a party of about uh, 12 people. Six of them appear to be workers. Five are probably sell swords that are there to protect the caravan. Um, and you do see they have three wagons. All three of them are loaded down with iron, uh, along with the main cart. The, the carriage is a very fancy carriage that, that carries Colvin, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, so you guys get in line behind them, and the little train uh, begins to make its way out of the Golden Hills, traveling to the south, uh, to the southeast, towards Iridessa. And I'm going to say, because you guys are traveling in such a large group. A lot of things are going to mess with you. Um, so you're, uh, you, you spend about five and a half days on the road before finally. As you kind of round this, you, you come around, uh, you, the, the Golden Hills keep winding and eventually they settle down. Um, and you come down this very large bluff that kind of leads down. And you can see for miles and miles, you see the shoreline that just extends for miles and miles. And in the distance, as you're coming down this bluff, um, you see this large city up ahead, walled in from side to side. And as you approach and enter in, 
You see miles of sandstone streets which intertwine through a sea of plaster buildings that roll down the hill all the way to the vibrant ocean shores beyond. Seagulls call overhead while from the alleys a cacophony of chatter swims through the city air. And you hear as Colvin kind of tells each of you, Welcome, my friends, to Iridessa, city of merchants. Iridessa. Oh, this place is beautiful. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Coachella. <laughs> uh, speaking of Coachella. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna listen in and see if anyone's talking about it. Maybe getting more. Make a perception check for me. Eighteen or nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> right. So you kind of listen in, and a lot of conversation going on. But there is something that catches your ears as you kind of enter, and you do hear kind of echoing from different parts of alleyways <coughs> and streets nearby. You hear various bits of music played. You hear. Uh, you hear some that's that are playing string instruments nearby. You hear some that are playing brass instruments. You hear some percussion going on. Um, seems like there's quite a few minstrels in town. Seems like you have a bit of competition, Casper. I don't know if I'd call it competition, <laughs> but you know, wannabes maybe. Um, do I feel inspired to play any, like, song in this area? Uh, nothing like you felt in the Golden Hills. Nothing, nothing new. Nothing kind of comes uh. to you. Um, but as she points this out, you do, you do listen. There is, um, there's quite a bit of music How being played. How sound? Like, like There's, uh, you, you're picking up, like, three different troops, and it's kind of, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. One of them's a little closer to you. The other two are a little further away. It's How do they compare? There is one that, that sounds like it's all uh, like brass instruments. Like you hear flutes, you hear uh, trumpets, you hear uh, trombone, and, uh, and it's all those. They sound clean, like really clean. Um, bit of percussion. You also hear what sounds like uh, some kind of string instruments and some singing. Just skills. It sounds like, with your knowledge, these are definitely mandolins. Shout out two of them. Yeah, there's two of them. This is a duet. Uh, you hear these mandolins playing, and you hear some people singing. Mandolins sound pretty good. The singing is a little flat. Mm. Okay. Have you ever thought about performing with anyone else? Or always solo? Um, I mean, I've thought about it, but I just feel like it would, you know, take the shine away from me. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with One going solo. One man yeah. <laughs> So you wouldn't, yeah, perform with, you wouldn't perform with the violinist, perhaps? Are you referring to Le Fleur? <laughs> <laughs> perhaps? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Just wondering I any. No, her. Where do we see Le Fleur? <laughs> uh, make a perception check for me. Okay. How, how big is the city? Is it pretty big? It's pretty big. A couple miles uh, from from one side to the other, essentially. It's a large, uh, kind of rectangular, uh, right along the shore of the uh, the sea, of the ocean. Uh, and you do notice, too, as you turn around behind you, the shore kind of, uh, it's kind of rolling hills and stuff. And in the distance, uh, some 30 miles away, you see that bluff that you kind of came past as you, as you wandered around this huge cliff. Uh, there's no telling how high it stands. It must be very high considering from this distance you can still see it. Uh, and it kind of curves all the way down the coast, essentially. 
So, I'm uh, 16. 16? You look around. All you see are plaster buildings, shingled roofs. You listen carefully, but no sound of violin. Not in this area, anyways. Not not towards the entrance of the city. Yeah. As you guys come through. Uh, well, as we're coming through, I also want to cast Minor Illusion and play My Liar. Alright. Some songs, have a little bit of, you know... A little bit of ambiance. Ambiance. And have Mavis do some flying. Make make a, an entrance. Make a performance check for me. Okay, I was scared for a second. I was like, I've never had a bad performance. It's a 23. 23. Uh, liar? Mm-hmm. Alright, you pull that liar out. You just, you strum and you're thinking, you know what? It's time to get aggressive. It's not, this is not, this is no time to play play lax and calm and you play this fast like upbeat music and the sound as you as you guys as your cart comes pulling through and with that performance check as you have the little fireworks and sparkles and things going on you catch the attention of some people around you as Cecilia you kind of hear them muttering is that another minstrel coming into town what what's going on what's with all these musicians where are they coming from why are they here <laughs> and then and then one of them, and then one of them kind of says one of them's like I don't know, this one's very good. I like that sound. So upbeat, so lively. I want to know where they're playing. Excuse me, sir, excuse me, and kind of a, this, this, uh, this tall gentleman kind of... Hello. Uh, yeah. Are you going to be performing later? Where would you be performing at? I'd, I'd love to hear you, hear more of your music. Yeah, um, you know, we're trying to figure that out. We just got into town. Um, but yeah, we're, we've heard about a festival here. Have you heard of anything like that? I'm afraid not. Uh, however, it would explain all the minstrels coming to town. Uh, so many musicians coming in one place. I mean, here at this, uh, we, we have our occasional traveling bards that come come in and out, but mm-hmm. never this many. There are at least, I've seen at least half a dozen troops playing. Well, when I find out, I will definitely let you know. What's your name? Oh, you can just call me, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can just call me Tom. Tom. And where can I find you, Tom? Well, I typically merchant. You see, you can find me around the Merchants Guild, the the Silver Libra Guild down by the wharf. Okay. Well, we will definitely look for you. Do you think maybe we should bear off to one of the? Other troops and I, ask them. Yeah, I, I do typically. Uh, me and my 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 coworkers and associates, uh, we, we occasionally like to uh, to spend time at the Tipsy Tankard down by the wharf. A uh, nice little uh, tavern, a good place to get a drink after work. Any pirates been to town recently? Oh, of course, I would hope not. That would be bad for business for me, now wouldn't it? Would yeah. We we hate pirates. Yeah. Yes, we hate pirates as well. Pirates are just a nasty bunch. That's uh, why we are so happy that uh, the... the uh, uh, my apologies. The... Uh, uh, the Adventuring Guild has opened up downtown now, uh, offering sell swords to help our, help our ships sell around the Swamp Coast. Uh, what's even great, greater now is now the Thielden has... Uh, hear any of this, but I'll tell you anyways. <laughs> now that Thielden has uh, essentially conquered the Yords and uh, most of the Storm Coast, we never have to go next to Ergamum anymore. Our ships can travel south around the around the Storm Cliffs. Uh, much safer that way to get to Elador than it is to go north and around. It's a little faster too, mind you. That makes sense. Oh. It was very nice meeting you. Thieldens are taking over everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
course, of course. Pleasure meeting you as well. Welcome to your Odessa. I do greatly hope to listen to you again. Thank you. Castress Falcon. Don't forget it. Ah, I will not. I'll share your name, my friend. <laughs> Who specifically had, did they just conquer? Uh, he said the Yords. Yords. Uh, you would you would know this, uh, Ameth, uh, based on the history. The Yords were actually conquered before the Drishkins. Okay. The Yords have been conquered for some 60 years now. Okay. And have I... I've been the Iridessa before, right? Are You've... The, ooh, yes, you have, but you yeah. never left the ports. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you... Yeah, they, yeah, they, know, they, like they didn't let you off the ship very yeah. often, so they, yeah. they, they made you perform kind of near the ship. And yeah. I mean, they did they definitely took advantage of your performance skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you're, you're familiar with the warfare with the port itself. And would I know that like pirates come near us a lot, or uh, no? You would know, yeah, with your with your knowledge, with what you've been through. You would know that they tend to steer away from Iridus. Okay. If they do come here, they always come incognito. Okay. Uh, they know that the, 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 there's a lot of mercenaries here. Mm-hmm. A lot of bounty hunters, a lot of people out to catch uh, pirates. Okay. So that's not really a place they come to frequently. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they come under the guise of merchants or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, But they never come up and stir trouble. Okay, yeah. Do I see any, like, tieflings around playing? Uh, no, no. You, you haven't quite, like, you guys would have to, like, hop off your car okay. and actually go explore to find uh, okay. You can just hear them playing down uh-huh. certain streets nearby. Like I said, there's a lot of, the, the, the way this city's kind of laid out is essentially it's just, it's just like a grid. There's tons of alleyways and streets that intersect and go between all of these buildings, residencies and merchants, uh, markets, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. And I would note there is one building that does stand out above the rest, kind of on the uh, beneath the northern side as you as you enter in, um, kind of from the from the west a little, so to the left, standing high there is this very large tower that kind of that kind of extends up out of the top. Most of the city seems to be one maybe two levels in most of their buildings, but this one stands high for whatever reason. It's a very tall tower of the northern northern district. Um, is Colvin in a separate carriage? Uh, yeah, he is. But you guys—I mean, you guys are all pretty, pretty close. So you, yeah, he, and you're not traveling fast. You could easily kind of go up to his cart and talk to him if you wanted to. Yeah, I just want to ask him about that tower. Do you know where that tower is up there? Oh, uh, that is the uh, the Horizon's Eye. Uh, it's a very fancy, high class inn. Uh-huh. Most of the merchants, uh, foreign merchants that come to town, tend to stay there. Very expensive, mind you. But it's uh, got a nice spa. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just burn all in coal. Six hundred coal. It's the bathhouse episode. Yep. <laughs> Every campaign's got to have one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> At least so. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every anime too, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see how far Colvin's place is and then mm-hmm. go explore the town. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask some people some stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so, we're listening out for violins and La Fleur too. La Fleur. Yeah. All right. So as you guys are, you guys travel your way. You make your way further into maybe a mile or so into the city um, until uh, eventually, like the carriage kind of comes to a stop, and Colvin steps out. And um, now, I, before I return to my residency, I'm afraid I, I do have some business to attend to. Uh, I'll have to take this iron and get it turned into the docks trading company down by the docks and. Well, you know, business is business, and business comes first, unfortunately. I wonder, too, it's about midday when you guys arrive, as well. Um, we but, heard about uh, the tipsy tankard, so maybe you could find us there this evening? Very well. Uh, this is, sure, a tipsy tankard. Uh, it's not actually far from Dart's Trading Company. It's maybe a quarter of a mile, half a mile walk. Most of it's all kind of there on the port. It's not inherently hard to find any kind of like gestures and shows you. He says, just follow, uh, gotta go down this uh, road all the way down to the docks themselves. Um, he says, once you get to the port, essentially, you take a left before you go out onto the piers, and it's, it's hard to miss. Alright, see you in a few hours then. Um, of course, of course. So, what would you guys like to do then as you've arrived at Iridessa? Um, and we'll note uh, that as you're, as you're traveling through town, like I said, you can still hear all those things, uh, all those troops playing. Uh, the one thing you would notice as you pass through the center of town, you do see a, uh, a store. There's a, a particular sign that kind of hangs out front with this. Um, there's this book, and it's, or it's, it's like a sign that displays a book, and the book is opened up, and coming out of it you see uh, dragons and knights and uh, all these little uh, like heroic-looking figures. And above it, it says the famous fable, which you recently heard about. I want to, um, it's concentration up to 10 minutes. As we head towards the Tipsy Tanker and as we're exploring town, I want to cast Locate Object on Elijah's Spellbook. Ooh, alright. Ooh! 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 Awkward. I might win. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? Anything, I, I was listening out for violins and make a perception name. check. I'm gonna look to find some tieflings or people playing instruments to ask about. All right, make a perception check for me. Ooh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this part of t- so as you look about. Uh, no tieflings, catch your mind. Uh, oh, I take that back. You do actually, you would see one tiefling uh, wandering around, but it's not a minstrel, not a bard. You, um, come here. Yeah. Kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a, a, a very tall tiefling, kind of short, well-cut hair. The horns are almost perfectly symmetrical. They come out of the brow and kind of curl around and touch at the very back of his head. Uh, he's very well-dressed, and he, he seems to be like... Uh, you notice that he's wearing these very fine robes that kind of drape all the way down. Seems more like a merchant, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's not the one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> however, uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me as you do notice around his neck there's a very nice amulet. It's okay. Okay, 19! <laughs> you feel the sudden urge to jump out of your cart and just not grab it and you feel, you feel that, you hear that voice. Give me, give me, give it to me. I know. Who are you talking to? 
Just the voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know them too. Is it going? Do you have voices as well? <laughs> yeah, recently I had the. Who was that? Savian guy. He said something to me. Oh yeah, that happened to me too. And more. I think from the rings. Or I'm just going crazy. Maybe we can talk about this another time. So. Glad you brought that up, actually. Uh, Colin would have turned around and come back real quick, actually, and mentioned to you, uh, by the way, about yes. Castro's condition. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little bit of that. Colin, there is somebody who could help you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, what's the law That's this right. count? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're about to drop a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Fix him. Oh. <laughs> he has a problem. <laughs> uh, with this technically being a Theoden territory, there there is a uh, there is a not a temple of sorts. The ushers of Athrios are here. There are some here. They're a bit of a eccentric bunch. However, they are able to cure strange ailments. Thanks, Colin. He kind of points you in the uh, correct direction to, to find them. Travel down there, and uh, eventually you'll see the Sigil of Athreos uh, above one of the uh, rather larger buildings in, in that district. And, um, that, yeah. Then he makes his leave. And I want to, with the 23, as you're listening out, you don't hear, in this part of town, you don't hear the violin playing. However, you do hear something. You hear, um, you hear this, what sounds like a woman sobbing and, and a man trying to comfort her. And he's like, it's, it's fine. I'm sorry, dear. And then you hear this man saying, I'm very sorry. There's just, there's nothing else we could do. Uh, she is passed on. And the timeless death is just something we can't quite wrap our heads around. And you hear as she just continues to sob and sob, and you're, you you can tell it's kind of coming from the north a little bit. Mm. And you hear uh, as you listen in, you hear as a man says, "But well, just a few days ago, she was fine." She was, she was young, she was healthy. How, how could this even happen? I'm sorry, sir. We just, we're trying our best to understand it, but we just can't figure it out. Uh, Colvin, he's around, right? Or has he left? Uh, I'd say this probably happened right before he leaves. Okay. Yes. Do you know of any diseases or um, something about like people dying recently? Or unfortunately, uh, I'm all too familiar with uh, the timeless death. Yes, uh, it's it has been a rather troubling thing. I know quite a few have lost their children to it, including my daughter. It's still. Seems to pop up from place to place. 
the apothecaries in town can't seem to pinpoint what's causing it or why, and... Uh, Is it only affecting younger people? I, I'm, I don't know. I, from what I understand of it, from what the doctors told me, it, it tends to target people from the ages 16 to 25. Always younger, and people who have no issues who are otherwise completely healthy. And for whatever reason, that's what it takes them. So the time you can recall when this started has been going on for years? Uh, within the past year, as far as I know. When it started, and it has not ceased. It usually claims at least one or two lives a month. Consistencies between those who pass? They... Other than their age, it's men, it's women. Um, They're around anything or anyone's? We would have to ask the apothecaries, I'm afraid. I don't rightly know. I know that most of them have happened in the northern districts, uh, which is mostly, I guess I should say, well to do children. Said you can hear them. You can go seek them out if you want to. Yeah, could do that first. So, all right. Playing instruments. Uh, so, what would you guys like to do with uh, Cinnamon and Winnie for the time being? Can we send them to the manor with all of our things? Yeah, you can do that. So, Colin will no, give you a driver. Right now, and, but, yeah. yeah, Colin will give you a driver and. Uh, you would take you have him take your mm -hmm. take your stuff back to the mansion. Yeah. Nice plug, Colvin. Kind of. We have some stables there. There'd be more than. Yeah, they'll be taken care of. Kind of get someone to, you know, one of his other one of his other drivers. He gets them to take it and take your horse and cart to the man. As you guys explore the city. I need you to roll a as you go seek out your first. Band of Minstrels, I need you to roll a D6 for me. D6. Six. Oh, six. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're getting on Iridescent's got talent. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, as you kind of listening out for that, uh, for the closest one by, interesting enough, it is the uh, you hear is is there's brass instruments you hear you hear the trumpets you hear the one that sounds really like they sound clean and uh, you guys kind of make your way down a few a few alleys and side streets and uh, you come around a corner and seeing like kind of there in the midst of a few buildings a lot of people kind of around uh, clapping and tapping their feet along you see these uh, four dragonborn all of them brass dragonborns playing brass instruments. 
and one of them is this like uh, one of one of the one of them is like a big hulking uh, dragonborn that's got this uh, long like fat snout that kind of sticks out. Uh, currently playing uh, what appears to be uh, like a large, very large saxophone um, as he's as he's playing. And the uh, the other two, there's one playing a flute that's kind of tall and skinny. Uh, there's one uh, shorter, like stouter dragonborn that's uh, that's, that's that's playing a trumpet. And then there is uh, the the very last one that's playing a very a very small trumpet that's uh, like an alto trumpet, if you will. And um, he is just dancing and just getting into it. He's play as he plays this solo, and everyone's just really getting into it. These guys know how to play, and they're very putting on a very good performance. Uh, at the end of it, uh, at the end of this, the music kind of fades. Uh, one of them kind of speaks up. Thank you, everyone. We are the Brass Brigade. Thanks for listening in. And he watches people throw some coins to them and then kind of continue on their day of work. I try to avoid the coins. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. I can't avoid it. Nope. It's a three. Three? Wow. You guys watch as all the coins are tossed and thrown out. Oh, no. Um, uh, <laughs> Castro's kind of wanders forward. Uh, help! Help! And I will cast hold person. Make a wisdom saving throw. One. Yes. You watch it's his, just his, his, as all the coins are scattering along the ground. Castro's begins to go forward. That left hand reaches out and then. He just freezes in place. You're costing me my spell magic, Castro. <laughs> uh, during the time that you have a block there, he watches the uh, one, the the shorter, stouter dragonborn gets down and kind of scoops up all of the uh, all the coins look, and begins to away. put it away. Just look at this guy. <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of fun. So, yeah, take care of. <laughs> so the. Um, the dragonborn kind of gathers it up, and all the coin is gone at this point. At point the whole person wears off. Thank you. <sighs> uh, I want to approach them okay. and congratulate them on a great performance. Introduce myself. Oh yeah, good to see you, mate. I'm glad you listened in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, seem like you play a bit there too, then. I do. Yeah. Lute, lyre, flute, trying to ah, span. a lot of string instruments. Yeah, I like it, I like it, alright. Before, so it's really cool, yeah. How long have you been playing for? Oh, well, me and my brothers here, we've been playing a long time. Long time indeed. Uh, we come from Galveston, actually. Whoa. Sick. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> um, and are you guys here for the um, music festival? Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we're here for the festival. Okay, because like, we heard about it, but like no one in this town knows about it, and I really want so to play. So you no, the one of the like the bear dragonborn like nudges him, and he's uh, sorry, mate. We we gotta go. And he kind of packs their stuff up real quickly. Like I suggest you tell me everything you know about the festival. Ooh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to do the 13. I think you're saved. I think a 14. 14. 15. Let me oh, check. Yeah. Let me check. <laughs> yes! It's a 15! It's not a 15. Yeah. All right. So, he kind of he turns around. He kind of turns around. All right, so here's the deal. 
this guy, you know, this, uh, this uh, sylvan-looking guy, long white hair, uh, almost like a grayish skin. Anyways, he approaches us a couple months back, says there's going to be this festival, right? But he said, we can't tell nobody about it. We're not supposed to speak of it. It's supposed to be a secret. And then he says, come here, Edessa. Be here at this time, and you'll be welcomed into it. He says, all you need is this card. And he kind of, he pulls out this card and he shows it to you. Trying to sleight of hand it. And on this card, uh, the, this card is black. And on the back of it, there's the sigil of this crescent moon with a dagger going through it. The midnight straight? <laughs> Can I gonna... sleight of hand steal it? <laughs> or he won't just give it I mean, to you? I mean, he's got it in his hand. He's not going to just give it to you. And as, this, as he tells you this... <laughs> What I I what, what he, he puts it away. What? Come on, let's get out of here. And he kind of he just is suggesting where is off. Yeah, with the time and day. Like, did he? Yeah, tell us? from suggestion because yeah. I told him to say everything Every about day. it. Oh yeah, that's fair. He would have told you. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to happen in uh, in four days from now. Uh, all we know is we're supposed to have this card and tell us where to be, when to be there. Would he have told me where I could find this guy, you think? Probably not. No, because he doesn't know. Sheesh. That's all he knows. Sheesh. The card will tell him where to be and when to be there. Okay. Hmm. Should I try and steal this card? Uh, he packs up his stuff. He stuffs that in his pocket. He gets I, his things and he gathers his boys. They start making their way down the road. I cast Hypnotic Pattern. One done. As they're leaving. <laughs> I just want to steal. I just want to steal. All right, the first one rolls a natural eight. Second one rolls natural eleven. Oh my gosh! Natural twenty on the third. It succeeds. <laughs> and a seventeen on the fourth. So two. So two of them. Uh, one of them being the one with the card, kind of all of a sudden just stops, and the shorter, stouter one also kind of stops. The bigger one is he's like making his way down. He like. The hell's going on here? And he reaches down and he goes to pick them up and he like he literally picks them both up. What's going on with you two? Come on! And he picks them both up and begins to carry them in his arms, his big burly arms. Oh my word. <laughs> uh, with my cloak up. Oh my god. Can I try to sneak and steal this? You can certainly try. <laughs> Other, other musicians <laughs> that don't come in fours. <laughs> you guys see, Casper is like that we can go to and see desperately trying. Oh my it was word. almost an eighteen, but it's a two. We have advantage on. You have advantage on stealth with the cloak up. Casper, what are you doing? No, Cas. <laughs> oh my god. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Is it twelve? So you, get too you pull the hood up. You start like meandering through the crowd, trying to catch up to them. And as you're getting close to them, the the the, the like tall, skinny one kind of turns around. What the hell's your problem, mate? Just go. Just leave us alone. And the big one like sets the two that are still stuck and turns around. Here you better run. And you watch as he begins to fold at the mat. I was trying to make friends in this town. <laughs> I just wanted to be in the sure. music festival. Which one had the card? 
Uh, it was it was kind of a it was it seemed to be the lead. He was playing that alto. Uh, so the one who's being carried, or <laughs> yeah, he's being carried. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he got he was the one that failed the saving throw, and the big guy had to pick him up and carry him out. It's all right, Catherine. We'll find a car. There's really? musicians. Three, four days. There's gonna be a whip around here. Hey, you you've seen yeah. the car? Can't you hey, conjure it? This one. That's a good I idea. Conjured you a car. Yeah. Oh. Hey. <laughs> That's actually really smart. <laughs> How long does this Let's last? Let's not be impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> I am impulsive. <laughs> last long, but maybe it will work for what we need. Yes. Okay. Well, I keep this card that Artemis made me. That's a lot easier than burning to self. <laughs> Which you've already done. Yeah. Two high levels. Are we in a town? I'm not worried. <laughs> No fight. <laughs> right, 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 should we go and seek out the, the I thought to prepare it after the uh, night? Sure. Anthrios, what are they? Um, yeah. The ushers. Yes, we should probably go there first. Yeah, let's yes. do that. Let's do that. Get this curse off of you. Yeah. Jeez. Let's figure it out. I'm bad. <laughs> Alright. So, you guys, uh. Jeez. Uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys, you all uh, follow Colvin's direction. Uh, travel through the town, and it, it takes you a little bit as you kind of search around, but eventually you do find there's one area that looks kind of, a, kind of like a church, like a temple type thing. It's got a big steeple in the front of it, and there you see the, the sigil of Athreos, the one that you've encountered a few times before with the several crescent moons. Um, uh, kind of a I can't even remember what it looks like. No, I don't look at it. Yeah, it had like the three arrows. Uh, da, 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 da. And two crescent moons with the three arrows. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Um, then as you kind of make your way inside, I drew it. <laughs> you immediately just catch this whiff of must. Just kind of, kind of like going into a into a, a crawl space or a basement that hasn't been, nobody's been in in a very long time. Just stepping in this must, the staleness as you wander in. Um, you see there are, uh, there is a hooded individual towards the back um, who has, give it just a moment. Oh. Gotta pull these guys up again, spin them up. So what you see, uh, as, you, as you kind of enter in, you see this standing towards the back, kind of there, there's quite a few uh, herbs and things kind of sit up on shelves in this very dark, dank area. Um, there's a few chairs kind of scattered about, and you see there is, as you enter in, there's a woman 
sitting and one of the chairs um, kind of just in this motionless position. Her eyes are wide and she's got this light, she's kind of older, she's got this very stark white hair. Um, and as you kind of enter in, you kind of take a good look at her, her eyes are pitch black. She, she just seems like she's in a trance, trance. of some kind. Some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, this almost all, all there are a few windows here, but the windows that are here are uh, stained in this like deep greens and yellows. So there's this like kind of uh, greenish yellow light that just pours in from around you. It feels very eerie, almost. Uh, and towards the back, you see this individual, tall, skinny, uh, very very bony, skinny, emaciated. Uh, wearing these long maroon robes and over his face there is this long veil this draped uh, tied around his uh, his completely shaven head so you cannot see his face but you do see that long burgundy uh, veil that kind of drapes down you two have seen something similar to this before it does seem to be a uh, kind of a nod to Athreus himself as you enter in he Burdens you today. Small tiefling. I take this, <laughs> my glove off, show her my hand. Flick <sighs> the cup up in the air. He reaches out and grabs your hand as you extend it, and he's got these bony, like skeletal fingers as he grabs you and pulls it forward. It's very uncomfortable, like leathery skin touching you. Very leathery, dry skin. You need some lotion. <laughs> as, he, as he grabs you by the wrist and takes a look. There's a moment that passes. You see as there's a flicker of arcane energy. And... I see... Curse. Curse of the 40 handed thief. Curse of a demon. Cursed you are. Yeah, it's been really annoying to deal with. I imagine so. Have any way you can help us? We can remove curses, but it is expensive. How much? 150 gold pieces to remove a curse of this nature. And I'm afraid that the enchantment on these rings would fade as well. Of course, you could turn the rings over to us. This trade after it's over. Would you be interested in other potentially cursed items? We might. Artemis, do you have them still? Do you want to present them? The items? What items? Could the we trade the ones that you put the note in? <laughs> I believe we have them somewhere. Yes, maybe you could see if something of value of maybe 150 gold is in there. Don't touch them. Don't? Yeah. You do. Yeah. Um, so if you do... One moment, please. And as he says this, he watches, he kind of turns around and he pulls back a curtain and he speaks something uh, into a back room. And then you watch as two more of them come out and they make their way over to that old woman who now as you turn around, you watch as she slumped over in that chair. Completely motionless, lifeless, little drool dripping down. And they, you watch as they both kind of scoop her up and take her. One of them shuts her eyes and places a coin on her forehead. 
and the two of them begin to take her into the back room. Another one goes beyond the river, travels to see the ferryman. So, yes, as I said, we might be. So, like, what you're saying is, if to get the curse off, I'm also going to lose the sleight of hand thing I have, as well as the instrument playing? That is the way it works, yes. If we weigh out our options, is it worth it? Don't do this now. I guess it's worth it. It's fine. Just, yeah. yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll do it. Can I like insight check to see what type of? I mean, the check would be to see. Do I feel like these folks are actually very? I want to say honest. Because they can be cooped up and believe in their own garbage stuff. Do they feel like they would actually truly want to help people, or are they more wanting something for themselves out of it? Make an insight check. Sheesh. You guys have been rolling like straight garbage yeah. tonight. Do it's he really well, bad. I don't know. Cecilia's has pretty good rolls. I have not 20. <laughs> but I have not 20. It's a you did have the nat 20. That is true. But everything else has not been it's great. great. Yeah, the wisdom saves. I don't know, we had a couple of good ones, just most of them is not great. Your wisdom (laughs) saves have been awful. Everything else has been great. Yeah. (laughs) So. I would like to cast Detect Thoughts on If I know, like, how would I know how that works from attuning to the item? You would know how it works out from attuning to the item. Okay. Oops. Give me a moment. Pull that spell up. Uh, put your mind. Would they know that I casted it? Alright. Uh, no. They don't know. Um, Even if it fails, they don't know? Well, the way it works is you get their surface thoughts Uh, automatically. Okay. Um, so you get the base thoughts automatically. If you want to dig deeper, then it starts getting tricky. But the base thoughts, like as you as you go ahead and expend a use, so that's uh, mm-hmm. one of the three charges. Yep. So uh, write that down. Mm-hmm. As you go and expend a charge of it, you uh, you gather that he is thinking about. Uh, interesting. I haven't seen these in a long time. Curse indeed. Basically, he knows the curse. He's seen them before. Mm-hmm. He thinks he can remove this. Okay. I... Yeah. Because I messaged that to Artemis. Tell him. <laughs> okay. Um, and we already heard they said that... Uh, they said that they like these cursed freaking items type of deal. Yeah. And we trade. Potentially, okay. yeah. Trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, uh, I mean, if it's going to be useless, um, so you're just confirming again it is going to be useless after I do this. The way this works is that you are the cursed person. Mm-hmm. We don't remove the curse from the item, but from you the item drops. The curse remains if you should put it back on again. Oh. Not be wise. However, we will take it. And with we- the tech thoughts on... 
Is there any contradictions? Mm -hmm. Like, okay. We'll take it. We also have, uh, if we don't want to necessarily give up those magical items just yet, we have four obsidian rings, two golden necklaces, two golden yeah, bracelets. Stuff. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff we could... The, uh, and I mean, uh, on one level, we would get rid of the cursed stuff. Mm -hmm. I definitely down. thought we yeah. had the cursed stuff for yeah. something the, like uh, this. It'd be nice to say here. Yeah, I'm down. If, if, if we get rid of it, I don't want to know what it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be pissed mm -hmm. after the fact. Um, but I have no way to value what the worth of it is. Well, that's what I was saying. If you want to wait and identify it, it's possibly not all of its curse. Mm -hmm. But that's... Yeah, it's whatever y'all want to do. Yeah. I just want to get something. mine off now. We mm -hmm. could wait on yours. She could take the ones that on no, I mean, As far as to trade it for your... Curious. Yeah. Uh -huh. If if your curiosity, if you want to hold on to it yeah. for the sake of identifying it later, think it's best. but so I think you have to touch stuff to identify it too. Yeah, you yeah. do have to touch. Also, might forgetting later. Oh yeah, what's this bag? I'm good with whatever. We've got plenty of stuff. I'm just just letting you know if you didn't want to give it up. I don't want to be cursed anymore. Well, I mean, we don't want you to be cursed, so it's a matter of which it's is just a matter of how we're paying. Mm -hmm. no she, didn't she say she could take my rings that are on me, and that would count? Mm -hmm. So, why don't we just do that? Because I can't even use them again. Yeah, it's probably not 150 worth, though. Oh, uh, it's not. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it would be. Mm. So that that trade would cost you uh, with those rings. We would give this service for 100 gold. So, how about if I go and uh, hit my mage hand invisibly, grab a. Let's see, there's bracelets, there's. They're like 40 to 60 pieces. Yeah. I think so that's I mean, what you said? Yeah. Of George? Yeah, that's what I wrote down. So. There's a lot. Are you wanting to keep them? Well, I mean, it's going to be. We can't do anything with the curse now. I don't mm -hmm. know when we'll ever be able to figure out what it is and remove it and make it to our benefit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get a reaction out of this dude because he said, oh, I've seen this before told. So I'm going to reach in and... Oh, so you're showing one by one then? Just one. So he doesn't mm -hmm. see me get out of the okay. pouch. Basically, you know, yeah. it's going to like the, you know, like come out of the pouch and... Uh, um, <clears throat> this is something that and I'll reveal whatever my random 1d60 says. Okay. I want to make a note, I am intentionally not looking at it. I'm keeping my eyes away. <laughs> the, for whatever reason, the objects that came out of that chest, you don't feel the desire to take. Yeah. Probably because you've already taken some. Yeah. <laughs> As you reveal, you reveal this bracelet uh, with a, with this like this beautiful golden bracelet with a, with a uh, obsidian stone kind of in the middle of it. And you would hear with the, because I think it lasts you yeah, up to a minute uh, as he does this. Uh, too much curse. We will take those. We can't remove so much off of this. Amazing. I'll take it and pass it by as I look to make note of which one it is as it goes back in the bag. <laughs> Which friggin' one was it is? One of sixty or two of sixty? What I mean by this is the curse is all similar. However, we can only remove a certain amount here. We only have the capabilities and the components to remove enough off of these rings in order to make them valuable to us. 
The four obsidian rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me yeah. see real fast. Where we get those from? The temple. Yeah, I think you guys got quite a bit of. Yeah. And that's Ooh, not that's even like the twelve hundred worth. Yeah. <laughs> that was like in addition to. We currently have that this thing that no patches. Uh, as you yeah, as you show them, oh, yeah. show them the uh, the obsidian rings. He takes, he says, one, two, two would be enough. Insight. Make an insight check. Yeah, I'm gonna forget. And uh, with the tech thoughts, I'm listening. Uh, one's plenty, two, he's going for extra. <laughs> My message, Adam, I don't know. 30, 20. Yeah, no, he wants yeah. the second one, but mm-hmm. he's one's plenty. Oh, darling, one's enough, yeah. <laughs> Takes it and kind of he, he watches. He takes no, it. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> no. Very well. Where's my Please. Turns around. He watches. Uh, he kind of shifts his like. You seeing the back of him is like his neck is so thin and frail and long. Uh, the back of his head's like this almost pale gray kind of color. He begins to sift through some, uh, he grabs a few uh, components off the shelf. Uh, You watch as he goes over and he grabs a a small silver bowl, as well as what appears to be uh, like a vial of powdered silver. Walks over and he begins to make this concoction. It takes him about 20 to 30 minutes or so as he kind of concocts all these components together inside of this bowl and mixes it around. And he watches it. There's this blue flame that settles down. And he wanders over. Drink this. As it as you taste it, it tastes horrendous. It is like it is like pure grain alcohol mixed with mushrooms and fungus. It's it's awful. <laughs> As you, as you drink this, and then there's this burning, and then you kind of feel your chest convulse. You guys watch as uh, all of Castros's veins in his neck turn black, and you you hear that voice inside you. No, 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 not again! No, no! And the rings pop off all of them onto the table, and the uh, the usher quickly like takes a cloth and kind of covers them up and seals them. Wraps them up in this little sack. Pleasure doing business with you. You feel alright. And when you are ready to see the ferryman, please return. I don't want to see death anytime soon. Mm-hmm. No. He turns around and makes his way into that back curtain. Okay, well, thank you. Yes, do do um, you feel alright then? I mean, I don't know, throw something shiny. <laughs> Let's test it. Alright. <laughs> hey, I'll just throw one of the bangles. It smacks you in the forehead. Yeah. No yeah. I don't want to see 
feel anymore. I'm a real boy. <laughs> okay, you got this back. So, <laughs> what again were these people? Ushers of Athreos. We can't see their faces, they're veiled. I wouldn't know if they could help with my situation or know anything. You could ask. You could certainly ask. We know he's interested in those obsidian rings, so even if you had to trade rings for information. A few moments pass and he returns back to the main hall. Can I just ask you a quick question about some stuff <laughs> going on with me? You may ask. I can't guarantee I'll have an answer. Well, I mean... Can I show the ring? <laughs> can I have the ring and show the ring? The ring? With a quick flourish, he takes it. Ask away. I've lost my sight to a dark fae, and I just was wondering. I've been told about fair because tears is the only way to maybe potentially heal me and my sight, but I was wondering if there's anything that y'all know or can help me. He casts a few gestures and says a few words and extends his fingers forward and places these leathery fingers on your forehead. And I should note that as he does, his form comes in the that starry silhouette you see him and you see beneath the veil you see these kind of sunken in emaciated eyes toothless mouth this kind of turned up nose he's definitely human but he is horribly freaky looking <laughs> as he reaches out and he places these leathery fingers on your forehead you feel this kind of pulse through you No fae gave you this curse, child. No fae at all. The gods have touched you. At war they are within you. You just don't know it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> the gods? <laughs> With that, he turns, takes the ring and pockets it and gives you nothing else. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can you at least tell me what god touched me or anything else? Just... Anything else? I know not what gods have touched you. I could not tell you at all, but I know this magic. I know this source. I know its cure. It all resides in them. You must take the plunge. You must believe. Or else you will be lost in the darkness. Choices. Young one choices must be made. We all heard the thing about the fairy man, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gods. <laughs> Freaking gods. <laughs> When you guys were in uh, the Temple of Athreus, you saw the ferryman in a, in a series of, of uh, hieroglyphics, like some okay. paintings yeah, yeah, yeah. on the walls. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. On air, like in Erebos's. Um... Yeah, you, you saw you saw the ferryman uh, depicted quite a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and I think the two of them finally shared their information with you about yeah, meeting did, with yeah. him. And yeah. his his only word was find basically find a return. Yeah, and it them. wasn't time for us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I have some indication that he is the pathway to yeah, yeah, is the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Mathrios is the one who uh, ferries you to the other side of the river. So she's done with her conversation with him. I'd like to message and let him know that. Can you change your voice and message? No. Okay. I don't think so, no. No, it's, it's your whisper. Okay. It comes from you. I think you can do it in sending. Yeah. Uh, and you can try. You have to, yeah, you you have have to do the performance check. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right, regardless. So then I can't change that. I would just say, if, if you are the passage to thereafter, and I'm looking for someone I've been told is there, is there any way that you can help me communicate with them? The head kind of turns and tilts. You hear it as it tilts towards you. Extends the hand. His long, bony fingers towards you. You're looking for payment. I want to know if you can do it. Will I be able to truly communicate or will I just have some type of feeling? I've never done this before. I don't even believe in it. I just need to contact someone. You hear a voice crawl up into your head. It's not a response to your whisper, but rather something speaking to you directly to your mind. Money. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I just can't understand. Alright, well then, uh, let's see here. I have. Let's not make this worth a trade. It's too much trouble to figure this out. I have some money of myself. Information costs money. Yep, so I will. Uh... He's probably going to tell you who. You can go see. Yeah, he said not us, not him. It's not going to be easy. There's nothing easy. In this. <laughs> <laughs> What's will, the fun and easy? There's no fun and easy. I will. Uh, exactly. <laughs> we got plenty of stuff to give him. We got just hand him another ring. We got two of those left. He likes them. It's <laughs> fine. They're, They're like a hundred gold pieces each. Why don't we test with the gold piece first? All right. That's also fine. It did not work. We got two golden rings, too. Two mm. golden necklaces. Bracelets. Obsidian. High value. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
when we did this earlier, who did he see had the obsidian rings? Me. And then okay. I gave one to her. Okay. Well, then for... What do you call that when you're brand new at something? Maybe there's another word, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Since I'm new at this. You noob. Yep. <laughs> I had no clue. Fifty gold. Mm-hmm. So, as you hand the gold, like you extend the fifty gold pieces out, he only takes one, leaving the other forty-nine in your hand. What is it? Do not reach out to the underworld. Do not reach out to the keepers of the dead. You will find more than that which you see. Opening a gateway between our realm and theirs is is forbidden. We cannot fulfill your desire, and you should not fulfill your desire. Lest their keepers come and take more. Open that door. It's a dangerous door. We simply usher those to the other side and heal those who aren't ready to go. Who would be able to get me? Even if I knew, I wouldn't tell. Did anything come of my locate object? Not so far. Not so far. All right. <laughs> um, maybe walk around and see if we can get our hands on one of those cards or information on where that is going to be. Yeah. Come with that. Sorry. Through the town. Mm-hmm. See what we can find. It's a big place. I mean, I saw that bookstore. I wanted to go there. To yes, the bookstore, uh, information, mm-hmm. libraries. I don't think I've ever. Well, I don't know. I've been. I've been across a lot of stuff. But I've never been to a big town. So there's a couple places you guys know that you can go to the docks. There's some things down by the docks. There's a couple of shops in the middle of town. Um, there's. Uh, the, the tall tower, it's kind of the horizon's eye. Uh, the tipsy, the tipsy tankard. Uh, where would you guys like to go first? That is right. Mercy is still with you guys. Yeah. 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 I always forget about Mercy. Mercy. She's still hanging out uh, with you guys. Mercy, you're uh, hey, Mercy, wake up. Yeah. Actually, I would know it's, uh, this is a good point. I always forget. I keep forgetting okay. Mercy's there. Yeah, we do too. So, I'm so fixated on y'all's story, I keep forgetting about hers. How sweet. Um, 
However, I would note that as you guys arrived to Iridessa, she would have she would have told you that uh, I, I need to head uh, actually down. Or I suppose she would probably follow you around at this point and at the end of it all. Well, that was interesting. Um, I actually do need to head to the uh, the Merchants Guild down near the docks. So, um, I'll be headed there. Uh, well, let us accompany you. Don't go out by yourself. Yeah, for real. Yes. I mean, that's That's fine. what you hired us for, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's fair, I suppose. Yes. yes. So, alright. Yes. So. I'll follow you. That's right, Mercy. Make our decision. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way to the docks, um, and as you kind of approach, you can hear as you get closer. You hear the the waves kind of crashing against the the rocky shoreline. You see some ships kind of uh, wafting in amongst the waves, uh, amongst the currents. You you hear the seagulls calling. Uh, you hear the sound of cranes turning and, and, and things being moved. You hear voices shouting about moving crates here and there. Oh, you're moving over there! Be careful with that! Uh, it's a very familiar sound to you, Kassaros. Um, and amongst all of it, you hear this very intense violin play. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Kind of coming from nearby, and it is as it plays, it plays. It's this beautiful, aggressive melody, Um, and you can hear it as accompanied by other sounds, by other music, by this backup music. Uh, Guys, I have to do something. Where about my heart? Where are you going? <laughs> As you take out your, uh, you take out your, your, your instrument, yeah, right. and you begin to make your way, following the sounds of music. You do see there's a crowd pulled up nearby, and it's you a see, music and you see, uh, as this this big crowd standing standing around this one particular crate, and standing atop it, you see this orchid-colored tiefling. Um, she has like this long uh, black hair that kind of, or medium cut black hair that kind of drapes down uh, these vibrant, like bright blue eyes um, very beautiful but plainly so, wearing this kind of pastel dress that, that stands down and you see she has this violin and she's just playing it with this intensity, this ferocity, and as she does she's dancing and just dancing amongst between these crates, kind of hopping from one crate to the other as people are cheering and she is just playing intently and violently and at the very end of it she rips the uh, her bow across the strings bows thank you everyone and thank you for listening to my performance my name is La Fleur the Minstrel and the Violinist stay tuned for more and with that we are going to end tonight's session. Of course not. <laughs> As you guys see LaFleur for the first time, standing amongst this crowd, playing this this, this magnificent uh, music, this concert, we will end it here. So. She has flair, if nothing else. <laughs> so, with that, thank you everyone for listening again. And until next time, Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.